Welcome to another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos. My name is Elise Stevens, and tonight we have Ray Miladoni, who is a marketing and podcaster. He's here to talk about networking, how to do it. Hello, Ray. Hello, Elise. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. No, thank you. Now, Ray, I've just signed up to go to a networking event. What should my next step be? Your next step be should be to leave your business cards at home and be yourself. Make sure you go there being yourself. I think one of the things with networking events is people always try and go there to see how many business cards they can hand out. And I really feel that that breaks the whole ethos of you're there to build relationships and make friends and get people to like, know and trust you. If you go there as you know someone to hand out business cards, you're just a, another person who's there as almost like selling and pushing and doesn't really help with that two-way communication. Ray, I love to get other people's business cards. <laughs> Yeah, likewise, I do too. You know, building my network has been a very big uh, positive thing in, in regards to me building my businesses and my consulting and also the podcast. But I think what's more important is being able to connect people on the spot and having a process where you're actually connecting with the right type of people and not just going there to hand out your business card to everyone. I, I like when I go to a networking event where I say, I don't do business cards, but let's connect right now on Facebook because, or let's connect on LinkedIn or let me send you an email and I have all, my, all the ways that you can connect with me digitally because let's face it, at the end of the day, I want my network to kind of see what I'm doing on Facebook or get around my blogs and my podcasts. I don't really want them to join a newsletter or get spammed by emails and things like that. And business cards most times end up being in my pocket and washed in the washing machine and then I lose all the details. I don't know about you, Ray, but when I go to some of my project management networking events, people tend to stay in their own little groups. Yep. <laughs> they, they don't yep. tend to move outside, especially if you go there alone. You've got to try and break free, you know, break into people's conversations and uh, it can be quite difficult. I think, um, you know, something that kind of helped me with that is just to kind of remember that everyone's there feeling exactly the same. You know, I think sometimes people feel a bit alone and isolated and they think that they're the only one feeling like that. I, I, a big thing that's helped me going to networking and I see it because I run a lot of networking events here in Melbourne as well and I see how the audience acts and, and operates. And as an organiser, I have to be the one that's kind of looking out and going, who's alone and how can I help them overcome their fear. So I think that if you're ever stuck at a networking event and you're alone and you're not able to really network, the organiser has really let you down and others down because I think it's really important that the organisers encourage that or see where there's opportunities to maybe bridge people together. And also having a bit of food and drinks always helps create conversation. People always a little bit more stuck in knowing what to say and talk about. When, but when there's food and drink involved, it definitely does take down the barriers and it creates a little bit more of a how's the weather conversation and what do you, what do, you do and, and things like that. So starting off very basic questions, not necessarily going in there to ask business and this is what I do and this is how I can help you and things like that. I've got a bit of a rule when it comes to networking and I don't know if you've ever heard of the ear to mouth ratio, but uh, it's about, you know, we've got two ears and one mouth. And when you go to a networking event, you should definitely use it to that ratio. So you should listen twice as much as what you should talk. Um, and that's going to really help you get around the right type of people that you need to be networking with because everyone loves talking about themselves, but it's really important to kind of really listen to what other people have got to say and then go, oh, this person is definitely someone that I want to help or do business with or care for what their project is all about. 
and let's now connect because we have two or three points of interest that are in common ground as opposed to just walking around and saying, I'm a, I'm a this person, I can help you with marketing, I can help you with your marketing, I can build your website, I can do this and people tend to kind of build walls up with those type of people at networking events. Oh, I agree. One of the things I have found is that I try to listen more and sometimes I get the questions right and sometimes I get them really wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Always try to ask people, oh, so, you know, what do you do in terms of project management or what do you what what are some of the issues that you're or challenges that you're having with your project at the moment? And that tends to open up some people or most people in it, but it can be challenging sometimes to find the right question to ask people so that they start start yeah. engaging and talking with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those are the type of questions that will let people know that you're probably there to do more business with them than kind of make friends. I really think it's important because, you know, in an ideal business, you want to be working with clients that you kind of really can relate to and that you would see as a little bit of a friend. In my life, when I've kind of had the best ideal clients, there have been people who I'm happy to go to the bar with and have a drink or grab a coffee and and kind of socialize as well as do business. So I think when you go to networking, I think it's best to kind of think who in the room would I like to be in my kind of friendship circle in business and not just be a one-time transaction. And when you start asking questions like, you know, where do people come from? Uh, how long, did they find the place okay? Start asking questions that really don't have anything to do with business. Are you married? Do you have kids? Don't, you don't want to make it too personal, but, you know, you've got to judge the situation as well of that person to kind of, you know, what type of questions will you ask? And I've always found that, you know, even now with a lot of the business dealings I have now, those clients have been long-time life clients because I, I know them at a personal level and, and building that personal relationship is always going to, supersede that one-time business transaction that a lot of people go to networking events for, you know, is to pick up new leads. What would be the examples of some really good open questions that you can ask people to start just starting a conversation? Yeah, I think if it's a networking event, uh, I always like to kind of open up with a question like, is this your first time here? And most people will always be their first time here. So as soon as they go, yeah, this is my first time, you can go in and go, oh, yeah, me too. I've never been one to one before. So that's always a nice little question to kind of start off with to create a bit of common ground. If they have been to it before, go, oh, great, I'm a first timer. How does it kind of work? You know, what's the process? Um, so if they've been to the event before, they're going to obviously know how the flow of the event goes. And then they're all of a sudden helping you to feel more comfortable because you're now asking them, how does the event flow and, and so forth. You can sometimes also open up with, oh, do you know who the organiser is? And someone will might happily point you to who the organiser is. That's another way of really kind of getting to meet the organiser because I think when it goes to networking events, it's really important to kind of know who's running it, why they're running it. I always make an effort to meet the organiser and the speaker because obviously they're the person of influence in the room and I want to be seen to be someone who is close to them and someone who we might be able to do business with. Uh, and I like to meet the speaker and the organisers before they actually speak because we've all been to networking events and then after they've got a very long line of people that kind of want to speak to them because the rapport barriers have already come down. Another reason why I like to speak to the speaker first is because we might be able to come to some kind of common ground at the start. And it's happened to me many times where then 
they might even say my name and speak about my business while they're speaking on stage because they'll be like, oh, I spoke to Ray before. He's in marketing and we're talking about blah, 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 blah. And I think that's always a really nice posture because then everyone in the room kind of goes, oh, who's this Ray person? And that's also another way of, you know, getting the room to be a little bit more comfortable with who you are and then people would like be more likely to come and speak to you after the event as well. What if you're very shy, comfortable with networking events? What what can you do to get in the groove? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think it really mat- matters about individual personalities. I think action will always help you overcome fears. So if you are someone who's shy, I would definitely recommend go to a networking event and be the quiet person that you don't that doesn't speak to anyone. That's okay to get yourself comfortable because when we're doing things that are uncomfortable, if there are too many things uncomfortable, like being in a space with lots of people, in a new environment, having to talk and create conversation, there's just so many things that are uncomfortable. And I think the best way to overcome those fears is to overcome one fear at a time. So just rocking up and being present to the networking event is already overcoming one uh, fear and getting yourself comfortable with the type of people in the room, the speaker, the stage, the seating arrangements, everything. So then the next time you go, you've already overcome that fear. Now that's not uncomfortable. That's now moved to the comfortable space. And then you start with another trait. So, you know, it might take two or three networking events to kind of get to a point where you then feel comfortable with actually speaking to the speaker and and making good conversations and, and really networking. And then even then sometimes saying, hey, I think we should do business together. Let's connect with a coffee or something like that in, a, in next week. And, you know, getting to that is a journey. You're not, if you're shy, you shouldn't expect to put all that pressure that your first networking event you go to, you come back with a whole heap of leads and business and so forth. The first action is to just rock up and be yourself. Oh, I know. I know. And even if you're confident within yourself, when you're first going to a group that you know nothing about or you don't know many people, it can be quite daunting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, public speaking and and, and so forth is a very uncommon ground for people. And going to a networking event where all those same elements are going to be triggered, you know, people are going to judge me, am I good enough? Uh, do, Do people even want to hear what I've got to say? The same elements are true in our physiology and our psychology. So it's, you know, it's almost just as much as public speaking. And, you know, that kind of always leads me to the next thing is that once you get really comfortable with going to networking events, put your hand up to be a speaker and share what you know, or even just get on the organization team and be seen as someone who's at the door meeting and greeting everyone, because that's another really good way of networking. If you can be on the door greeting people, everyone gets to meet you and you're seen as a little bit of an authority and you will do a lot of business by default because people see you in this more, I guess, you know, important role as opposed to just attending the networking event. And then the most important part of the networking event event is if you can be on stage where your message can then be heard by many people you know but that's the long game do you think it's important for people to set themselves a plan about networking events attending networking events and challenging yourself so you might say for example you know that your current contract's coming to an end and that you need to find a new job a new contract or you know re-engage with some people that you haven't seen for a while Do you think that for some people they might work best if they've got a plan to go through kind of like uh, what I mean is I'm going to go to 
five different kinds of networking events in the next month and um, see how many people I can reconnect with. And at those networking events, I'm going to make time to meet with someone at that event for coffee afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. I think with anything in life, if you have a plan, it's more likely to go to plan. But I I also want to say that if you're the first time and this is something new, don't put any expectations on yourself because then you'll feel like you go to the first event and you're like, oh, I didn't connect with three people and I didn't get a meeting out of it. Maybe I'm not good at networking. And then you might likely not go to another one. I think the less expectations that you can put on yourself, like I really believe just rocking up is a tick and it's a massive tick because that shows massive action. You know, the next one would be to kind of rock up and meet one person or, you know, and really incrementally grow yourself. I also want to say, like, a plan for me would be to have, I think it's really important to visualize how many meetup and networking events you're going to, because it can become very exhausting and overwhelming if you have too many. So, I know there's been sometimes weeks that just by default, there's a lot of networking events that I need to attend. I might be running one or going as a participant. And by the end of the week, you feel really exhausted. And then it kind of goes, well, next week, I won't go to any. And then you break the pattern. So I think it's better to be consistent. I try and aim to go to one networking event per week. And I'll do that consistently every week, go to some form of networking event or group collection of people like a meetup. And just to keep that momentum. And I love people and I'm a people person. So I love getting in that environment and, and, and just meeting new people and building relationships. But I think the plan would be to kind of just keep it consistent and visualize it, have it really neatly scheduled in your diary because when you schedule it, it happens. A lot of people will RSVP to go to a network event and it's, oh, dinner's taken too long, I won't go. And I think when you start breaking those patterns, it's like anything. It's like going to the gym or fitness or eating healthy. The minute you break that pattern, you're more likely to not get back onto that momentum. I agree with you and I think you work all day then you go to these networking events or you go try and go to a networking lunch or something like that. I think that you always you may not always be motivated and then you kind of fall off the horse and it's hard to get back on it, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think the other important thing to remember with networking events as well, and and I do this a lot too to reduce the pressure on myself, is that it's not always the person that you're actually speaking to that may be your ideal client or the person that you actually need to meet. I think, you know, a lot of times people go to meet up and networking events and think that they need to meet the people in the room. I think it's just really important to share who you are and what you do. And a very easy way also sometimes is to do your like little elevator pitch and kind of say, you know, this is what I do. I like to help businesses grow their marketing online. I only do online marketing. Do you know anyone who needs online marketing? And when you ask that question, like, do you know anyone who needs help with, you're making it third party. So it's like you're not selling directly to that person. They'll be like, yeah, actually, I need marketing help. Or yeah, my auntie was talking about it the other week. I'll connect you. So I think it's really important to know that it's not always the people in the room that you're there to meet. It might be the people that they know in their network. And if you're not there to just sell to them, if you went up to someone and said, do you need marketing help? Because I can help you. And they go, no, I don't need help. You go, okay, see you later. And you move to the next person. You've just now lost the opportunity to really know that maybe their auntie was looking for marketing help, but you didn't ask that question. Very valid point. So Ray, a top tip on networking for project managers. 
Cool. So I think when it comes to networking, you know, the, in, in the business world, there's always that ABC principle, which is like always be closing. And I think a lot of people go to networking events with that mentality that they, you know, they've got to close the deal. They've got to find the leads. They've got to get the next sale. I like to change that analogy a little bit and go, it's still an ABC formula, but it's always be caring. And I think a pro tip when you go networking is just be that caring person that generally cares about the people in the room, that cares about the organizer and the effort that they've gone to put the, the event on um, and respect that. And just, you know, when you show someone how much you care, then they really go into want to do business with you or help you in some shape, way or form. So I think, you know, that's a, a pro tip that I'd like to kind of share is that, you know, we can use the ABC formula, but it's, let's just change closing to caring. And I think you'll do a lot more business and people want to get around you more. My top tip is by adding value to other people, they will in turn see your value. Yeah, yeah. So I always try to see how I can help other people at networking events. It's good. It feels good. But it also um, helps me understand what people's issues are and what challenges they have and, and what their business is all about as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's very much with the caringness. You know, you might be talking to someone and you know you know someone else that could help them. Um, making that connection is, you know, down the long lines of caring help them get what they need, then you make a lasting impression and they'll want to work with you some way, shape or form. Well, Ray, thank you very much for your time today. That's okay. Excellent. Thank you very much for having me. That's all right. It's been fantastic talking to you about networking. Perfect. And uh, yeah, definitely get out there, take action. And the more people you meet, the more happy you'll be in your business. I agree with you. That <laughs> ends another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos. Thank you.